Greetings, gang. It's it's Chapo. We're back again um, with some some funky fresh beats for you in this middle of the week episode. It's uh, me, Matt, and Felix coming at you. And I think I'd like to uh, kick off today's episode with some few highlights, a sort of highlight reel here of the ongoing uh, Team Trump legal case to stop the steal. And you know, I know, I know we've dipped into this well. Um, quite frequently as of late, but I mean, I got to be honest with you, it is bar none the funniest and most entertaining thing that's happened in our politics. And I don't know, years. I mean, it's just in terms of just content, it is producing. It's some too spe- much, honestly. It's, it's spectacular. Like we're getting, we're missing so much comedy because you just can't, you can't catch it all. Um, yeah. It's the first time in the last four years where anything's fallen through the cracks. Usually everything is sopped up and exploited and monetized the second it happens. The same thing that has made late-night TV completely obsolete. But this is the first thing where there's too much funny shit. It harkens back to a past where we could not siphon all the content out of any given event. Um, but I do, want to die, I do want to offer a differing opinion. As funny as this is, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> this is the this is the same thing as the beer hall putsch. This is this is a, this is it. So this is, scary. This is the, how democracy dies yeah. to uh, a fucking Rudy Giuliani sweating off the shoe polish on his fucking yeah. disgusting malted liver spotted dome. Okay, so uh, there's how many fucking people? The thing that's killing me is watching this just hilarious slow motion pratfall is how many people who up until election day were telling you there is going to be a coup people trump is going to refuse to accept the results of the election and then his his forces will snap into action they did and now they have to look at this and say well look okay like the president is not accepting the outcome of an election that's not a good precedent that's it's like well no shit it's not a good precedent you want to look around and find good precedents in anything at the yeah. moment and look, this is not anything other than hilarious. I'm and, sorry. But, well, well, look, I mean, do I think it's, you know, do I think it's funny? And do I like to watch the sort of last vestiges of credibility in our sort of democratic system just being cashed out by a fucking uh, parade of grotesques and freaks? Uh, the answer is yes, I do. It's, <laughs> yeah, quite, it's yeah. quite funny. Yeah. And the, like the thing is, everyone who's like, well, yeah, like they fucked this up and weren't even really trying. It was just a last ditch uh, fundraising effort. But um, imagine if they were less stupid. And it's that's the most useless hypothetical of all time. Like any hypothetical that's like, well, what if what if Rudy Giuliani uh, didn't get a degenerative bat disease that destroyed yeah. his cognitive functions? Well, then he wouldn't be Rudy. What exactly. If, yeah. What if Donald Trump uh, had a political vision and a network of, of trained cadres and like a pol- then he would have been a politician, which means he wouldn't have been able to be Donald Trump. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, these hypotheticals are totally useless, but uh, I'm here. I'm here for the laughs. And there well, have been a lot of them. Okay, so like we we we've 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 dipped into the Giuliani well, uh, and then I guess he's been dipping into the ink well as well with his head. <laughs> with his head. Um, but there's a new character. There's a new character on the scene, and I think you probably all know who I'm talking about. It is my 2021. I can change her crush object. Let's <laughs> let's roll the clip of my new favorite special lady. The the pull book. The pull book. It's completely off. Completely off. <laughs> off that of poll, I'd say that poll book is off by over 100,000. <laughs> that poll book? Why don't you look at the registered voters on there? How many registered voters are on there? Did you, do you even know the answer to that? No, I guess it's, I'm trying to get to the bottom zero. of this here. Zero. There's zero. So, my question then... Is if the guess how many? Wait, what about what about how what what about the turnout rate? hundred and twenty percent. Let's uh, let's let Representative Johnson ask his plastic question. <laughs> so the poll book number. Okay, there, there's two things that could happen here. Either the poll book. She's number, talking to Lex Luthor. It, it hey. from calling multiple multiple. Times. This guy's a Republican, by the way. The person questioning number her. Number one is that the poll book numbers are not going to match. They the, don't. The actual. <laughs> <laughs> not by thousands and thousands of votes. That's not what we see right now. You that, take I love a look that she, again. I love that she absolutely will not let this guy finish talking. We're, we're filling in names of people who didn't vote. That, Dead that's, people, too? 
So is that? Well, I guess uh, that, that's well, my my question here is why we're not seeing the poll book off by thirty thousand votes. That that's not the what case. What did you guys do? Take it and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying the numbers are not off by 30,000 votes. So I know what I saw. That they're filling in. I know what minutes? I saw. And I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. <laughs> Did you? Okay. We're, I think, I'm just trying I, to ask you a legitimate uh, question here. Yeah. Let's let Representative Johnson ask his question and then don't interrupt him. And then, <laughs> okay. and then if you want to respond to it, that's fine. And, uh, did you have more representative? I guess I just want to keep following back up with the poll books. So are we saying that the poll book is either wildly off or that they are, that they are filling in names? It's wildly off and dead people voted and uh, illegals voted. Okay. So that's my uh, answer. Think, oh, man. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to get her own. Yeah. Uh, when Onan goes full spectrum and they have like daytime talk shows, she's going to be their uh, Jenny Jones. That rule. would fucking rule. Okay, so just uh, a few observations here. One... Uh, I'm, I'm a little sorry Amber can't join us for this episode because I feel Amber could could vibe with this lady's spirit. In like, I mean, a, you talk a, about the Cecily Strong girl you don't want to talk to at a party. Can you imagine her just getting you pinned next to the refrigerator in a narrow-ass fucking apartment kitchen during a party being like, the Paul Buck was off, okay? I saw it. There were dead people. Yeah, this is... They're voting. This is the type of woman that within... I'd say about two minutes of meeting her, you know about every bar that she's been kicked out of. (laughs) That place is bullshit. I didn't do anything. It's not a fucking crime to fall asleep. I got to say, though, listening to that lady, just listening to her accent, listening to those nasal fucking those nasal uh, uh, vowels just zipping out of her nose just made me homesick. Yeah, okay, so the best accent in the world. Oh, God. Isn't it just so great? Don't you love it when they talk like this? Don't you love talking like this? I love talking like this. Yeah. This okay, is the kind there of, are dead voters. This is the kind of what <laughs> this is the kind of woman who will yeah, like uh, 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 rant at you, uh, like who, who will who will angrily denounce you and say that like uh, her having to pick up her dog shit from the sidewalk is unconstitutional. Yeah. And and the other, I mean, like, I guess it, you know, maybe it's not even worth saying, but I mean, showing up to court for a court appearance, shit face drunk is so awesome. fucking cool. It's so Especially cool. Especially when awesome. you think you're just saving American democracy. Let's not forget yeah. that. She's yeah. not showing up to, like, complain about, you know, uh, the liquor license on the bar that threw her out. She is there to try to stop the the evil pedophile ring from overthrowing the government of the, our Christ anointed Donald Trump and she's showing she's like I got to do it for Donald and she's just like fisting air, airplane rum bottles like by the handful in the well, parking it, lot beforehand that's scary to do like I I would need I would need, need a little Dutch Dutch courage, courage. Yeah. A little, little little boost yeah, yeah. <laughs> Felix is off that Mio for his court appearance to stop <laughs> yeah the steal. No, yeah if the bathroom and he's just like snorting Neo yeah Vino or yeah it's if Mio. This, it, yeah if this situation was reversed there'd be a viral video of like never Trumpers and like Hillary dead enders being like who's the guy with the completely red mouth who was screaming <laughs> screaming about Max Boot voting seven different times with different, <laughs> different hats. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, I, it should be stressed here, you know, I mean, because uh, you only have, we only have the audio version of this for you. Uh, this lady is sitting next to Rudy Giuliani in court. Like th- this is this is his, his star witness to overturn the results of the state of Michigan. Um, is, in, in this election, I mean, I just—it is so fucking cool. Like, I we're this woman rocks. I would be humiliated if I was the mafia right now, man. Like, yes, he, this he, is he the guy took that down. took you down. This guy and his yeah. friends took you down. Well, I mean, that really does say, it, it, like, his reputation was a totally scam anyway. Because, like, you want to talk about op- like somebody, uh, something loosening the jar lid before someone pops it open is fucking rico yeah. as yeah. soon as they as soon as rico passed a a, a fucking uh airbud could get a, a top a mafia boss uh 30 years to life and yeah. giuliani was about at that level uh, his whole life of, of intellectual wattage i'm just imagine her testifying and just being like a lesson there may be a lot of 
dead people, but Italian Americans are some of my best friends. Okay. <laughs> I have the utmost respect for the Italian people. Okay. Yeah, I, I've, that, I've uh, signed an affidavit <laughs> saying that I'll go to jail if I lie I, about Italians. Have you so, done that? So you know how we were talking about how the Republicans solved the turnout problem where it's like it was previously thought like, oh, if we break turnout records, Republicans lose by nine points. And that obviously did not happen. I think this is like kind of why. Because this type of person used to just not vote. Like, they didn't yeah, know when the absolutely. election Absolutely. That's 100% correct. <laughs> yeah. And no, I remember we talked about this in 2016. There was this big article about Dayton, Ohio's Democratic Party or uh, Republican Party being overtaken by Trump people. And one of the biggest activists was a woman who worked uh, at a Safeway uh, off near, a, uh, near the Air Force Base, right, Pavin Air Force Base. And she had uh, never voted a, ever in her life before 2016 because she said, she thought, I don't pay attention to politics, so I'm not an informed enough voter to make this choice. Other people should make the choice. But then she saw Trump, and she said, oh, my God, politics makes sense. Yeah. And that's going to be happening to a lot of people who now, as things get worse and as politics and culture become more and more inextricably linked, are going to, just by virtue of the fact that it's all anyone's talking about, become politically involved. And that kind of narrative is going to fucking ping off a lot of people's uh, antennae. I mean, I, yeah. think we're, I think we're coming to the point, though, where, like, probably... A third of all Americans will sincerely believe that they, Ralph Wiggum style, have seen voter fraud taking place yep. in front of their eyes. Yeah. Yep. And it's just like, yeah. like their evidence for that will be like, I saw someone at the polling place I didn't recognize. What were there they was, doing I mean, there? I think we have the video, but somebody said that the, their evidence, they testified that, that their, their affidavit of voter fraud was that they saw Asian people voting. Okay, well, we're getting so there. We're getting to that. Saw an Asian person vote are just going to decide now retroactively, especially after seeing this. Oh, that's what that was. That was voter fraud. The way that fucking James Woods thinks that he was on the plane that did the nine uh, eleven uh, <laughs> dry run yeah. dress rehearsal. Yeah, because he's like, you know what? Now that I think about it, those guys were acting really weird. They were they were eyeing my child bride. <laughs> <laughs> the only other guys who will marry a twelve year old. That's how I knew. <laughs> He's like, sorry, Muhammad, I didn't have to die to get this one. <laughs> yeah, he was fresh. He was he was fr he was uh, fresh off doing the documentary about his life, Casino. <laughs> um, but yeah, like no, I mean, it's just you you watch these clips of these people testifying, and it just comes back to things like, I mean, th there were no voter IDs. You don't have to even show an ID to vote. How how crazy is that? And it's just you like just say your name. And you then just, they but like, but like, you, yeah, you say your name because your name is already on the voter rolls, because to get yeah. on the voter rolls, you would have had to register to vote using some form of state ID or like Social Security or birth, some. You have to verify your fucking identity to register to vote. You know, that's why you don't have to show your yes. fucking yes. That's Yes, which is why one thing that they like to point out as an actual thing about voter fraud is people being registered at multiple places. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you are registered, but you have to show up with the name to do it. And unless you're like doing some whole, like the, I think what they think people could do is like vote in one state and then just drive around to other states. Just do a cannonball other, run style yeah, thing from exactly. Pennsylvania to, to Michigan. Under, yeah, the, under the, the the deadline at the end of the day, that would be a good cannonball run. Uh, <laughs> we've we've episode, got uh, re reboot. Yeah, we've got three hours to get to Detroit from Philadelphia. Let's yeah. go. Um, yeah, no. All right, so uh, all right, let, let's cue up the next clip. Um, I, this this one just this is Rudy Giuliani just just shitting in his pants on 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 in in, in court. <laughs> this is just him farting. Like a boss. The answer, a point of order. the answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. <laughs> Just like you, they don't wait, want wait, to know Wait, wait, can I hear truth. that again? Yeah, yeah you probably that know back, the truth. That fact. The you answer, a point of order. the answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. <laughs> Just like you, they don't want to know the truth. Well, you probably know the truth. Oh, my God. One more time. One more time. Yeah, one, more time. Yeah. one more time. One more time. Drop that, drop that beat. Yeah, drop, drop that uh, beat. Drop that fire. The answer, point of drop that the answer that I gave shit. you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. <laughs> Just like you. They don't you know, want to know the truth. Kid, well, you, you would probably have to, know the uh, truth. Go on YouTube and add that in post as a bit. <laughs> in is, 2020, they just do it for you right there on set. It's very is, helpful. I want to remind people again, because a lot of people listening to this are pretty young. 
you know, they were born in 2014. Yeah. Uh, this guy used to have like ninety eight approval, ninety eight percent approval ratings <laughs> yeah, in America. He, was, he he was briefly the the uh, the pole position to be the Republican nominee in two thousand eight. Yeah, but then like the way that Rudy sort of started to go down was that when he went to Florida and pollsters found out that the more people literally saw of him, the more they were even Republican primary voters were like, yep. Ugh. Ugh, gross. <laughs> like, Ugh, I mean, yeah. get that out of here. I mean, Giuliani just. Okay, like one of his witnesses is drunk in court. He, I mean, th- first of all, think how bad Giuliani smells by this point. Think, oh, oh, yeah, the yeah, like, like fart must smell like. Think how like oily you, that must have been coming out. Yeah, just shoe polish and beer diarrhea. That's what I assume he smells like. The and skid. I, I think, Can you imagine the skid that we be dealing with? Imagine shaking Giuliani's hand. It's probably like when a sick dog jumps on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> and their fur is like weirdly greasy. But. Yeah, it's all oh, greasy. God, yeah. yeah, I think I think it's I think like Gi- a cocker spaniel with mange. Gi- Giuliani eat Giuliani eats cigars when he's done with them <laughs> as a snack. He just chews on them and swallows them whole. He swallows them whole, and then they come out of his asshole, still perfectly formed, <laughs> still he rolled. Is- just one of the grossest Americans. He is okay. He has gotten exponentially more absurd and ridiculous as a public figure after his appearance in Borat 2. Like, Borat 2 is like an appetizer to the shit that he wants to be on film. The shit that he is, like, volunteering to uh, put out into the world. Yeah, and he's not like being he's not being tricked. Unleashed. Like 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 the, the the chair of that committee in Michigan is not Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's waited his whole life, I think, to be unleashed, and now he can do it. Now he can feel but, himself for the first but, time. But Matt, like you know, you've been talking a lot recently about um, the death of subtext. That we, yeah, just, it just now like everything is just a hundred percent in your face, and it just there is yeah. no. Just even just uh, just centimeter of remove from like the nope the, yeah w- whatsoever and then Giuliani just out there just 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 farting uh, yeah well, you know just I mean again like commentary is unnecessary because there's no yeah. subtext to plumb there's nothing to draw out there's nothing to uh oh that's that sounds like bad news for us guys what are we gonna do <laughs> well just how about we play that next clip because it's this one yeah, is, maybe, this one is maybe my favorite. The other representative said that you can actually show up and vote without an ID. It's shocking. How can you allow that to happen? Like, a lot of people think all Indians look alike. I think all Chinese look alike. So how would you tell? (laughs) If some chow shows up, you can be anybody and you can vote. And if somebody with my name, you can't even tell my name. Anybody can vote on my behalf. So ID should be the basic requirement. Please, um... Let's let her contest. Okay, do we miss everyone. it? Where she, uh, just, just run it back real quick. Where she just said she, the other representative said that you can actually show up and vote without an ID. It's shocking. How can you allow that to happen? Like, a lot of people think all Indians look alike. I think all Chinese look alike. So how would you tell if some chow shows up? Ooh. You can be anybody. And you can <laughs> oh, somebody wow. my name. You can't even tell my name. Anybody can vote on my behalf. So. ID should be the basic requirement. Please, uh, I'm the people who laughed at that. That was very brave. Thank you. This lady is single-handedly going to get the, the Indian Army and the Chinese Red Army fighting on the cliffs again. Yeah, that would go great for India. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so there, there we go. That's just uh, uh, a few highlights from... Uh, the, the death of subtext, and actually, you know what? Yep, R.I.P. to that. Uh, oh wait, oh sorry, I have I have one more thing here about uh, about the the testimony. Uh, one of the other one of the other uh, fraud witnesses uh, was a, is a former ghost hunter. Uh, this is from uh, Will Summer here. It says truck driver Jesse Morgan thrust himself into the middle of the post 2020 election drama on Tuesday when he claimed at a press conference that he had unwittingly driven a truck full of suspicious mail in ballots from New York to Pennsylvania ahead of Election Day. Uh, he goes here. Uh, video of Morgan uh, blah, 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 goes uh, left unsaid and all, all is a biographical detail that prompts questions about the validity of Morgan's already dubious claims. In addition to witnessing supposed voter fraud, the man believes his family has been stalked cross country by ghosts. Before he became a hero in MAGA world, Morgan was an amateur ghost hunter. 
Morgan's first success came with a 2016 video about a shadow person living in his basement from where he claimed he to hear strange noises. Quote, I will not raise my daughters in a place that is haunted. Morgan declares in the video <laughs> dubbed shadow person caught on camera. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys know about the shadow person thing? Isn't it like a sort of a meth induced paranoia? It's yeah, it is. A crystal meth addiction. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's so it's like a vague humanoid outline of a figure that, yeah, you get when you get paranoid delusions or like meth induced paranoid delusions. Uh, but there's like obviously an on supportive online community of people who are stalked by shadow people. <laughs> I, I remember reading one in about 2005 where a guy was jacking off and a shadow person came on top of him and like suffocated him, which would be pretty rude to do. I wouldn't like that. Um, I, I can't help but think about all the people I knew in my life who are really into ghosts and would argue with me for hours about if ghosts were real, including one guy who uh, told me that, ghosts were real because one time he was home alone and a skeleton showed up in his window and gave him the middle finger <laughs> and again these are people who wouldn't vote before and now do uh, like, yeah the, he gave him the middle finger and then said I'm a meat-eating Taurus who loves weekends. <laughs> and if you don't like that, you can fuck off. That was, that was really big in Saul Linsky's book the get ghosts to work for Democrats <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, I like that his his sort of parental concern. You know, I will not raise my daughter in a house that's haunted. You know, I will not allow that to happen. Nor should you. You know, but also that I, ha I hate movie. helicopter parents like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Well. Okay. So moving on though, uh, continuing with the, with the theme of uh, the complete death of subtext. I have to share this Rod Dreher tweet with you guys. I mean, we haven't oh, talked God, about. Oh God, I saw this. We haven't. We haven't My talked about. Popped off. We haven't talked this. about Rod in a while, and I saw this, and I had to like you know, uh, go into my alt account so I can see his tweets and make sure that this was real and not a joke, because you know, if I did this as a joke, it would just be too fucking easy. I mean, it just we say it over and over again. It just. It, reality has become hack, but the fact that it is reality means that we all get to laugh at it because, you know, I've for, you know, four or five years now uh, mined endless cheap comedy material out of, you know, the fact that Rod Dreher is, in my view, um, deeper in the closet than Christmas ornaments. But like this one really fucking takes it to a whole new level of psychology. So uh, th th this is Rod Dreher. He's adding um, the, the guy Eric Metaxas. Do you guys, you guys familiar with this dude? He's a sort yeah. of he's a Christian broadcaster name. and radio host. He wrote a actually a, a fairly well reviewed book, biography of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and has since then become, you know, uh, a full time you know Trump Trumpist sort of MAGA Christian, and you know like a, not one of these sort of pansy Christians who you know is upset that at Trump's whoremongering or lying or you know uh, any of his sort of boorish and. Un seemingly unchristian behavior but that's just a little background there so a uh, rod is is goes hey at eric metaxas in this op-ed you tout jay zimmerick ids me as one of the quote servile christians who won't defend trump jay-z says on your show that he wouldn't piss on christians like me if i were on fire am i servile would you piss on me old friend mm. Something would to think you about. Piss on me, old friend. <laughs> would you? And, okay, so I mean, obviously, what color? What color uh, handkerchief is the piss on me, old friend? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Powers Booth from the movie Cruising uh, composed that tweet for Rod. Yeah, no, I mean, okay, there's there's the there's the piss pig part of it, but just the him sort of uh, he, he, the repeated use of the word servile is also pretty choice i mean he's just, so, yeah am, am i servile would you piss yes. on me i mean i just I can't even, i'm not even making a joke i'm not even I'm, there's no joke to be made here it's just it's, it's just me reading rod's words it's yeah like, what do you say the man yeah, wants the man's telling people the man is enacting fantasies of 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 sex slave piss play yeah uh while while dressing it at the thinnest veneer of some sort of holier than thou like a uh, christian uh like moral one-upsmanship it's like no you clearly get off on the idea of jesus because you get off of the idea of him getting whipped just like mel gibson and then you know as long as you're talking about rod uh there, there was a good news story this week about his uh his good friends in the uh victor orban administration in hungary 
Did you see that about the guy who was uh, arrested at, for <laughs> yes. breaking quarantine? Uh, this is a this is a the, one of the the the, the he he. he is a, he is positioned in Brussels on behalf of the Viktor Orban's Hungarian the government in Hungary that Viktor Orban is in charge of, and this this guy has been instrumental in the sort of like, I guess cultural ministries and sort of cracking down on uh, gay and lesbian acceptance and uh, gay civil unions. I mean, and, and you know, I mean, and Rod has written glowingly about Orban's government for, for precisely these reasons for sort of being a, a right-wing sort of nationalist Christian government that is willing to uh, actually fight for and deliver on these these culture war issues that, that bother Rod so much, particularly recognition of gay and lesbians as, you know, married couples or just recognition of them as being able to be in public and be openly gay, right? Well, would it shock you to learn that this very same person was just arrested in Brussels, not only for breaking quarantine, but for breaking quarantine to attend a, quote, gay gangbang? I'd say I hope they were wearing masks, but they probably were. Mom, <laughs> Mom I want Andrew Gillum. We have Andrew Gillum in Hungary. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Gillum in Hungary. <laughs> And when you when you know it, uh, this guy also said that he wasn't on meth as well, and it was just you know yeah. it was just on the floor, it was just uh, he didn't drop it, it was just you know there, it was someone else's. Um, but yeah, no. So uh, like I said, um, no more subtext. We're getting rid of that. We're, that, that should, we're off of that in 2021. Oh, speaking of which, you want to know another one? Another no subtext case. This one has been stuck in my head, lodged in my head for two days now. So uh, the L.A. I guess city. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to talk oh, about yeah. this next. Uh, 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 the L.A. City <laughs> approved <laughs> the closure of Union Station, which is the big train station in downtown L.A., and also one of the main COVID testing spots they have set up in the city and a place where that's one of the few that's accessible by public transportation. They authorized it to be shut down completely so that they could so that some production company could film a uh, gender swapped remake of She's All That with a cast of TikTokers. Uh, by the way, you want to guess the name of the gender swap? She's all that remake. He's all that. Correct. Woo. Uh, so instead of having this facility open to help people, you know, get tested for the rampant fucking pandemic disease that we're all trying to deal with and allows like some sort of semblance of society to continue or come back by controlling it. We're going inst- to gonna give people no access to testing and in fact, let. 170 assholes run around together in this enclosed building to shoot this fucking scene with no masks too. with no mat. Well, no, I'm yeah. sure they'd have to wear oh, masks. Yeah. It's like, that's being responsible. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, they, when they're filming the, the fucking- scenes, they're, they're surely not wearing masks unless it's going to be like one of the worst, you know, we, people want to see oh, the TikTok. What if it is a quarantine set? Oh, TikTok oh, cast oh. gender swapped. She's all that remake. Socially oh. distant. She's all that. Let's go. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, well, you know, but Matt, that's a perfect example though, because you know uh, th- this comes at a time when LA or, or California as a whole is going like you know back into lockdown, and they're getting ever more punitive in the ways that they fucking hector and scold people for not you know sticking to the rules or whatever, and like you know very much the same thing here in New York. I mean, like. Everything you read about is that this winter is going to be the worst we've ever seen yet in terms of COVID. Mm-hmm. And like I remember back, you know, when we were first started talking about this shit, my big fear was when that Trump pulled out that graph and was just like, look, 250,000, anything below that, it was a big win for us. We did great. And I was just like, oh, God, Jesus Christ. Like, is, is it, they'll, let any, they'll let everyone die up until then. And like, you know, then it'll be like patting themselves on the back, on the back for a job well done. Well, now it seems that we could be looking at half a million to a million dead. Yep. At the and end of all takes, of this. If it takes long enough, like every day is a further normalization of it. And so you're not, you're imagining how, well, how could we handle that many dead? Well, we couldn't. Us six months from now will. Just like we're, just like the fact that it's as bad as it has ever been. And no one, I would submit that no one has anything like the rigor about their personal behavior and activities that they had uh, at the beginning. Well, that's because, uh, and this is where I'm going with this. Like, that's the thing is, like, even like well-meaning people who who want to be responsible, socially responsible, who uh, you know d- don't want to kill their grandparents or someone else's grandparent, and are fucking like, it just like people can deal. Like, even if it's like under incredible economic and psychological duress to themselves, I, I do think most people who aren't like ideologically committed to being an asshole 
you know, are willing to fucking uh, sacrifice like some some of their own personal choice and comfort for a greater good. But it sucks. And like the thing is, people can put up with almost anything if they think it's temporary. And we're heading into this winter and to the new year now. And it looks like none of this shit is temporary, that it's just going on forever. And all that we sacrifice in terms of our personal relationships, our ability to be with our loved ones, our ability to have a social life, our ability to have a fucking job uh, has all been put on the back burner to no clear positive end or good whatsoever. And in the case of like, you know, fucking smug, you know, blue states like New York and California, which to be fair, have, you know, suffered like a, a lot of the worst effects of covid because they are not for any like special thing with our personality or character of the state it's just that's where the most people are are in new york and california but like the thing is like cuomo talking about eating cheesecake and then fucking uh garcetti and fucking gavin newsom scolding people here's the thing and california is a perfect example whether it's fucking stopping people from getting covid testing which you're telling them, everyone, that they have to do to be responsible so that they can film a fucking TikTok influencer movie at Union Station. The fucking Newsom and London Breed, the mayor of San Francisco, just this week, both of them have been exposed as attending indoor, like indoor, unmasked, not socially distanced fucking like fancy dinners at Michelin star restaurants at the, at the, the, the mayor of Austin who fucking posted a video from Cancun telling people in fucking Austin that they need to be responsible and stay indoors for the next he was in months. fucking Cancun. That's a joke yeah. from The Simpsons. That's it's Mayor Quimby the said that literally. People of Springfield, because of the epidemic, I have canceled my vacation to the Bahamas. I shall not leave the city. Hey, you, get that steel drum out of the uh, mayor's office. Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, and the thing, the thing is. This isn't just, oh, like, uh, I personally value this, even if I'm displaying personal bad behavior. No, you, if you don't care, if people see this, then you don't care about any of this. Yeah. Because if people see this, their logical conclusion is going to be that it's fake. Yes, yeah. you're full of shit. Right. And you the don't thing care. Is, that's why anybody who is spending any time at this point getting mad at any regular person for dealing with this in any way they choose, I'm sorry. What? Where are you? Uh, they should know better. Why? Because science. What you mean the the fucking uh, the the thing that they let you sleep through and like ha- has no p- interaction with any part of your life if you're a regular American to like make you reinforce like these beliefs in fucking science like it's anything more than just people telling you what's going on and there are people who are lying their fucking asses off and literally having fancy dinner parties while you're all supposed to be st- hovering with a fucking uh. A, a jar of uh, of cranberry sauce in front of a fucking Zoom meeting to see your family. <laughs> if you are not, if you're a politician and you are not killing yourself trying to get people checks and not committing any act of personal sacrifice, you do not care. You are the same as any fucking wacko libertarian purposely giving himself this shit. You value it the same. You value human life the exact same. At least a libertarian has some type of an ethos. You are just a fucking reptile. I'll go one step further. I reverse my opinion about the Hasids. They're the only <laughs> Americans with any self-respect. They're right. Yeah. They're right. They never you're acknowledged not gonna, any of it. And because yeah. they have their own little community, they didn't have to. They didn't have to worry yeah. about having like a big uh, – uh, they didn't have to worry about having a showdown at, uh, at Chipotle because they won't put their mask on because they don't go to Chipotle. Yeah. They were – like they're – like, I don't think you should have a wedding with 9,000 people like the Satmars did. But it, it's kind of like, okay, well, if Cuomo is seeing his awful fucking family, if all these people are, like, having indoor parties where they're spirit cooking with Marina Abramovich or whatever, it's like, yeah, no, me and my friends are going to spit on each other like we do every day. <laughs> Fuck you. It's like, yeah, I mean, I get it, man. Also, I feel like they're the, they're, they're the only uncucked Americans. Also, I feel like the I mean, only ones. When you look at that video of the Sotmar wedding and it's like it's it's an indoor space with 9000 yeah. identically dressed <laughs> men jumping up and down together. I'm like, yo, that shit looks fun. No, jump they are around, having a better time. Jump around. They're, they're listening to House of Pain. Time. They're going, they're yeah. going nuts. They're having a way awesome. better time than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Those guys own. And like, look, like they and, are... and before people get mad at us, they're like, I'm, we're, I'm at least speaking for myself, I'm not like celebrating where I, I don't think it's cool to, can, like, you know, I, I, I think like the, you know, 
the, the, the moral and ethical thing to do is to just continue to fucking grin and fucking grit your teeth and fucking do as best you can to fucking to deal with, you know, the, the reality we live in. I'm just saying, like, it, yes, like the, the, the anti-COVID people, like, it, you know, like it, it's easy to be like, oh, how, how could you be like that? Or how could you be so irresponsible? But like, like, yeah, as you're saying, you're like, can you really blame them? Can you really blame them? Like, given the messages that they're like, you know, that we're getting from like supposedly the people who are supposed to be in charge and supposed to be leading us and responsible or whatever about this, like, it's just like, I mean, they don't like Felix said, like, well, they don't give a shit about it, or they think that the, they think that they are different. That like, you know, yeah. the, 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 these rules yeah, no, and restrictions, that, these are these are for other, these are for irresponsible, stupid people, not people well, like me the, and yeah, my the, friends. They are so removed from the life of reg- regular people i mean that's a cliche but it's so true and it's been so long and more importantly they're so removed not only from contact but from consequences that they just can't even when they think they can't even bring oh right what will this look like to other people into the conversation because it never factors into anything i was thinking about this yesterday so like fauci obviously you know the fact that he became this resistance hero is disgusting he's this you know uh uh just hack uh, and the defense of him is, hey, at least he's a, a professional. Like, he's a real epidemiology guy. Do you want uh, uh, a bunch of schmucks up there? But Mr. Real Epidemiology, Mr. Real Civil Servant that we're supposed to trust, spent the first two or three months, the most critical months of early transmission, saying, don't wear a mask, saying that you're actually bad if you wear a mask. And now you could say, oh, they were trying to make sure that there wasn't a run on PPE and people didn't know. It's like, all right, fine. Even if I grant you that it was an honest mistake on Fauci's part, why didn't he resign then when they right. switched? Why is it he never even fucking dis- photo never came up for a second that you would want to say, hey, maybe the guy who's telling you to put masks on shouldn't be the same guy who told you not to wear masks. Maybe I should take responsibility for being fucking wrong. I'm 80 years old. There are other epidemiologists in the fucking country. I, it doesn't have to be me. But for all these people, it has to be them. That is the one unnegotiable element. Whenever these guys want to talk about, like, what's needed, realism, pragmatic progressivism, real, uh, you know, uh, uh, experience in bureaucracy and government, the bedline of fundamental ideology undergirding all of that isn't some greater good. It's that I am where I is at the begin at the center of it. I am inside the power structure. I don't get to I don't have to watch. I am here. And then we negotiate from that position. Uh, no, but like uh, also like, you know, if, if like if, if you're considering like how these messages filter down to people and you're trying to understand like how people can believe, you know, uh, ludicrous, paranoid things or, or or be so irresponsible. Uh, also consider the fact that like every single rich and powerful person that we know of who's gotten covid has not only not died from it, but like seemingly not suffered any ill effects. Chuck to their Grassley health. is 87 years old. He's, he was yeah. gone. He was out of the Senate for a week and said he didn't even get any symptoms. Chris Christie has the worst body <laughs> in the country, and he's just fine. Like, that's how I know this isn't the NWO isn't doing this or whatever, because they would be smart enough to be like, oh, former governor. Someone's got to die. Yeah. You should kill it. Yeah. yeah kill Someone's got to die just for credibility. Yeah, we'll give them, yeah. We'll give them one. Yeah. But they didn't. Eat, that's this is how, you know, this is just cruel nature. And well, I mean, also to access to money and help and help better medical yeah, care yeah, yeah, and yeah, drugs yeah. and things like that. But, you right. know, I mean, again, like just consider how these met like 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 the, these sort of signs and signifiers are interpreted by a public that has, you know, been told, you know, do the right thing. It's just around the corner for months and months and months now. And like, hey, look, just just everybody like everybody do the right thing. And by Easter, you'll be able to see your family. Hey, everybody do the right thing. And then maybe by like we'll have a Halloween this year. And then like it just this endlessly receding horizon of, po- of fucking possibility where, and you know, I, I want to talk in a second about movies and where and where that's going. But like, we are really looking at now, twenty twenty one. Write it off the fucking calendar. It's going to mm-hmm. be just like twenty twenty, and like this shit is 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 a fucking nightmare that just is never going to fucking end. And like, and the thing is, like, w- no matter what, like, you know, whether whether you are trying to be a moral or ethical or responsible person or enough or not, or you're just being an asshole or you're being irresponsible, at a certain level, it doesn't matter because everybody can only take so much of this and psychologically it is really really unhealthy and it is only getting it is only getting worse and worse and like the effects of it are going to be felt long after this ever if if it ever goes away like the the speaking to that specifically 
I, the greatest antipathy I have right now outside of, you know, Aetna and Pfizer and everyone are people who think the main issue with America now is conspiracy theories. <laughs> yes, seriously. Like, like what a fucking game of political whack-a-mole. Yeah, gee, I wonder why I wonder why people think about this when, yeah, as Matt said, Fauci spent the first two months telling you not to wear a mask. Now you're you're an asshole if you don't wear one. Uh none of them die. The best they could give you is fucking Herman Cain, who if there is an NWO, he's not in. Not at all. They're not letting him come on that owl at Bohemian <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not even the head of a big three pizza company, or wasn't. You got uh, Bill Gates, Mister. Hey, what's going on with all that uh, African fecundity? Can I please have all your foreskins? Yeah, uh, yeah, in charge of the vaccine or whatever the fuck. I mean, it's like, oh, he's not in charge of the vaccine. I'm sorry, but he's right up there. He's doing it. They're all doing it in your face. No, the uh, yeah, the idea that conspiracy theories are the most dangerous thing. I'm so, I'm sorry. What a fucking crock of shit. And, and here's the thing, though. What a they're fucking a symptom, crock of they're shit. They're a symptom of yes. a system where, oh, everything I'm being told by the media, uh, uh, people, other people in my life, uh, uh, figures of authority, is a lie, a transparent lie that does not correspond to the world as, I, as, it, as, it, as experienced by me. What other conclusion are you going to draw? If there's nothing but, like, culture and, like, the fucking shit stream, the sewer garbage grate of general media and the Internet to make sense of that, what other conclusion are regular people going to come to? Uh, Conspiracy theory is – it's a symptom not – yeah. It's sometimes a symptom of a specific issue or a specific misleading event. But in general, what is it? It is the coping mechanism of a powerless public. Yes. Uh, the the crux of a conspiracy theory is, well, it's too painful to think they're all just doing this in front of me, which in my heart of hearts, I know they are. So yeah, there's got to be ha- some they, secret code to, to bust. I have to believe that they're so afraid of me finding out that they would hide it. Yeah. And that if we and, all yeah. knew it, if we all knew the thing that's in front of us, we would stop it. But it's like, no, because it's happening and it's in front of us and we're not stopping it. Right. Why? What is your recourse but to believe in conspiracy theories if people tell you and tell you accurately so that George W. Bush steals the election in 2000, that that sent your life on a fucking crash course for death and destruction? You maybe you got maimed in Iraq or you, you lost a sibling. You lost your fucking house. Your life is hell. You have no moments to yourself. Every moment is just regret and fucking pain and wondering, you know, maybe I shouldn't have taken that subprime mortgage. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. How would my life have been different? And then they put him out in front of you and say, he's standing up against racism. <laughs> he's, he's with us. These people are with us. The same people. Yeah. The exact same people. They're with us. They're on the inside. They're against the bad guys. Why wouldn't you just like check out or become a QAnon guy? Yeah, you. I what mean, all fuck? you can do is root for some fantasy, like a uh, deliverance, some messiah to arrive because because the world as it's presented to you is an unsolvable riddle. Because and he, I, everything is aligned to make life terrible while telling you that it is good. And here's and here's the other yeah. and here's the other thing that's going on though is that like you know all throughout like all all throughout this year and this election. You know, uh, the decision to how how you like how your social behavior comports with the official rules of of what you're supposed to do in this pandemic, like i.e. wearing a mask in public has, of course, just become metabolized and processed into our culture as just another cultural war political issue and all throughout Mm -hmm. the election it became a signifier of are you a democrat and a good person versus are you a hooting trump chud spitting into each other someone else's mouth at a rally so that you can hear him fucking riff and bebop and negative 30 degree weather outside right or or like are you screaming at a fucking target employee because they won't they are you an asshole or are you an asshole or not and i guess the thing is like the people doing that and like harassing service workers or yelling at people who are wearing masks they are are assholes. No, they're huge they fucking assholes. They are fucking assholes, and I hate these fucking people. This country people. makes assholes. That's it's yeah. a giant yeah. asshole factory. I, I, I hate these fucking people, but like for, for these, I'm sorry for these fucking the, these smug 
fucking liberals now. It's just like, like that's why the the example about fucking Garcetti and Newsom and London Breed and all and fucking all of these pricks and and their blatant hypocrisy about violating like the fucking the very codes of conduct that they demand of other people and fucking tell you that like you know you're, you're a piece of shit and you, you don't care about human life if you don't do these very basic things that they're openly not doing themselves. Well, how do liberals react to that? Do they uh, do they demand better behavior from their, their these people that, that supposedly represent them? No, they attack anyone who points that out. They make you the hypocrite. They make you, they they call you like the, oh you're being a conspiracy theorist. You're just oh you're like Donald Trump now. And it's just like 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 I, I saw someone today say on Twitter about people fucking uh, get coming at Garcetti for that ludicrous movie shoot bullshit. This person said like basically if you're not from Los Angeles. Like you know, like don't criticize uh, our mayor. Our experience, please. Don't criticize world, our mayor. Big, you know, like stay yeah, in your the, lane. The world's the world's biggest spider nest of suburbs. Yeah, congratulations, pal. Enjoy it. Um, I saw that same person uh, say he wouldn't take criticism from Chicagoans. Uh, Chicagoans have shitty mayors and nothing but shitty mayors. <laughs> Los Angeles has nothing but shitty people. <laughs> um. And I also, I got to say here, to stand up for New York City Pride, number one, baby. The idea that I would ever come down on someone for taking a shit on our mayor de bungler, no. New York City's mayor is America's mayor, which means everybody has an equal shared stake in attacking them, making fun of them, and ridiculing them. Please, our mayor is yours, America. You can say whatever the fuck you want about them, especially if they're as ludicrous as the bungler or Garcetti or Lori Lightfoot or any of these other fucking people who, you know, I mean, maybe even to just to defend them for a second, despite my best interest. These people are all idiots to begin with and face the problem like COVID and these gigantic mega sprawling urban catastrophes. What good could any of them really have done to begin with? They were they, no. they were ne- they were never going to pull it off because the American city was murdered by financialization in the 70s. Yep. And Lori Lightfoot or Bill de Bungler, they don't have the will or the vision to do it. They don't have the power as mayor, and they would never want to do it if given the opportunity. Well, you get fight. And, and they, the job they uh, thought they were going to do was cut li- ribbons. They thought right. they were gonna they were gonna sit back and let the machinery go. As soon as they had to actually make decisions, the whole thing exploded because that was never the job description. Mayor, the job of mayor since the seventies is just the asshole that gets yelled at yep. the most. The human personification of the failures of the American yep. city. It's like, hey, you yeah. get a nice top hat and you get to live in a big mansion and everybody knows your name and maybe you get a sash and you get to you get to uh, have a uh, a cameo on Gossip Girl, but. Everybody in the city treats your face like a toilet. Yeah. They hate you. And it's like, that's the deal. But that's it. You don't make decisions. You don't actually have any real authority. You are pressing buttons on behalf of the fucking real estate uh, uh, developers. And the thing is, but no governor would have done anything. No senator. No. Because this was never going to be anything but a culture war issue. Because that's the only thing this country can fucking make. Mm-hmm. It's the last. The only two things we can make are bombs that specifically can figure out if a building's a preschool or not, <laughs> and culture wars. Yeah. Those are the only two things we can do anymore. And it, and, uh, yeah. and 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 it was never. Of course, masks were going to become a cultural issue. Of course, they were going to become this thing that people were deliberately misled about because we literally cannot make enough of them to fit. Both the general public and medical profession. Yep, because we don't have any capacity for that, and we made them all in China, where everything was covered in uh, in pangolin blood for a while there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got, yeah, we got, we got, we we got rid of the supply chain. We got rid of our national capability to do anything. We got rid of any genuine uh, social impetus, any national impetus to do an altruistic good, and we replaced it with doing good because it spikes. This, Spites your hooting chud uncle who plays in a jamboree band with yep. an alligator, yep. or you know, <laughs> the only thing we can do is sell, yeah, personalized T-shirts that are like, oh, does your mask come with a tampon, or <laughs> or or like display names that are like, you know, Ralph Gunch wants you to wear a mask because he's not an asshole. Yeah, and the other beauty part about uh, from the position of being the a, a, a if you're a blue state governor. You don't have to worry about, about about how badly you fuck this dog because your voters, because you're in a blue state, are going to vote blame Trump because he's a Republican. 
And if you're a red state governor, if you're uh, fucking uh, Abbott or, or DeSan- DeSangelo or whatever the fuck his name is, the fucking dipshit in Florida. DeSantis. Uh, yeah. Uh, you don't have to worry about it either because your voters, no matter how many of them are dropping like flies, will blame the Democrats. Can, can I just? There's do, always somebody else to blame. Just, uh, just quick, quick uh, insight here. Ron DeSantis of Florida is the most like just just the look on his face is the most dog like stupidity I've ever seen he's on a, a human real being. Fucking dumbass. Uh, I've ever he's, seen he on makes a human fucking being. Mike Pence looked like a sparkling conversation. <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't know. It's just it, it it's. It's all so fucking depressing, and it's just everything. Everything just sucks so bad, and you know, like I, I felt like you know, I, I had dealt with this shit like pretty well, you know, because at the end of the day, like you know, for people who are like me or who even listen to this show, like chances are, oh, you have to stay inside and watch Netflix all summer long. A big, big fucking whoop. But it's just, it's just, it's just the feeling setting in that this is just endless. That this is just. A semi-permanent state of like existence in the world where like we have n- no real social life, no real outdoor life, no real uh, just just human texture or like just any of the things that we like take for granted about what makes being a human being like uh, enjoyable is just is just stripped away more and more, and it's just this it's just such this such bleak landscape where it's just this totally rotten fucking culture and government that just can't do anything can't help anyone and just like and and the thing is like this isn't like the fucking bubonic plague it's like if you go outside it's not there's not like you know it's not like 28 days later or something it still looks pretty much the same except everyone has a mask on but it's just this slow steady decline of just like ever more just depressing endless boring just like just shit it just never gets better and it's just like i said it's just it's so it's just so psychologically damaging like especially like the longer and longer it goes on and it's just i there's no there's no i don't know there's no answer for it either like i and like and and the one answer like I, i i won't indulge in is this idea that like you know like just yelling at individual people for like how they choose to fucking cope or just get 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 on with their life like i i outside the people who are like actively making the choice to be like as big an asshole as possible like or like mayors and like celebrities and shit who are you know preaching one thing and then you know flagrantly flaunting it to go to a mission you know like violating that standard to go to a michelin star restaurant and you know or an orgy or whatever then like i you know i don't know man it's just Remember when the French cut somebody's head off because she was rumored to have told them to eat cake? Yeah. <laughs> well, we are so clearly not them. Yeah. Uh, well, that's to, why to we need on. that American melanchon. Yeah, it's we, American yeah, melanchon or an American Gaddafi. That's really our yeah, best hopes. If you consider yourself to be either one of these people, please contact us. Uh, seriously, I have anybody like a mid-level military officer, somebody like in the in the in the flight commander Jerry Rollins mold or uh, uh, get uh, Nasser, you know that kind of vibe. Uh, yeah. you know, armed forces movement of Portugal, Portugal, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, just no, a- if you are if you're if you're listening to this right now and you're like the assistant to the assistant to uh, General Dunford, <laughs> you know, let's uh, start watching some YouTube videos from those guys that are named like acclaimed man <laughs> on how to develop charisma. <laughs> uh, you're going to need it to save this country. Yeah. We need you. Uh, well. Uh, moving on from our, our rotten political system, just the, the last thing I want to discuss today, you know, about an issue that I actually care about, which is the movies. Oh, man. The movies. And there was, you know, they're if, better if than ever. If you're, <laughs> <laughs> there is the world. The world might be lacking for a lot, but certainly not movie magic. Oh, man. We have that in spades right now. Oh, Let's I mean, this is just, you know, this is uh, but but one element of this broader thing I'm talking about, you know, and if you if you follow if you follow showbiz and you're interested in it like I am, you, you may have seen today a rather momentous announcement, which is that uh, Warner Brothers has announced today that their entire 2021 slate of you know, tentpole, crowd-pleasing blockbusters are going to be released in theaters, but also on the same day uh, released to stream directly on HBO Max. And you're talking about Matrix 4. You're talking about Dune. You're talking about The Suicide Squad. You're talking about The Batman. 
You're talking about all, all, all the fucking, all the popcorn classics that you know people have been all the for. awful dog shit that you would have gone to the <laughs> yeah. theater to watch. But like you know, a lot of people are speculating that this really is the the death knell for the movie theater as a mm-hmm. institution in our probably. culture. You know, probably. However, I mean, there's however, probably going to be something, but yeah, like big th- multiplex experience will probably go away. Which, you know, is depressing to me. I mean, yes, like, you know, movies are stupid, but sometimes there's nothing better than seeing a stupid movie in the movie theater. And I'm sorry. Oh, it's great. Even even a great movie, watching it on a TV, even if it's in like a high quality Blu-ray fucking, you know, uh, format is is different than seeing it in the theater. And like, it's I, not the same. It's not the same. And like, look, and, I'm not going to be rushing not... out to see fucking Tenet in a movie theater under these conditions. I'm not going to fucking be breathing the same air with some shithead so I can watch the Batman starring Robert Pattinson. But it is it, it is depressing. However, allow me to sketch out a scenario that is not the pessimist. Oh, hell yeah. Give me something good. Is, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to let's let's get some hope. Let's get some hope back in our culture. Let's just get, get that simmering idea that there's a better future out there. So, yeah. Things look very dire all around. We like, and you know, for for me personally, the idea of like movie theaters going away or never again really having that movie theater experience again is depressing to me. However, hear me out. What if there was a number of movies out there currently in production that will arrive at exactly the same time that, like, you know, hopefully when we're all coming out of our coma, what's going to be there? What's going to be there to bring back movie magic? I'm talking, of course, about Avatar 2, 3, and 4. That's right. Yeah, yes. James Cameron. Yes. James Cameron will save American culture. James Cameron. The- it's just the whole time while all this shit has been going on, while we've all been suffering and pulling our hair out and dealing with this election, this fucking pandemic, all the bullshit we talk about on the show, quietly, behind the scenes, there is a man who has been working to save America and that man is James Cameron and Sam Worthington and Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> and apparently Kate Jim, Winslet as a blue person. And, and yeah, Kate, yeah, Winslet. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, one of my first crushes as a as a boy, is coming back to my life as a blue person. <laughs> James Cameron. James Cameron. I, I think there's an interesting article as, uh, to be written or maybe even a book about the liberal sexualization and deification of anyone who appears as though they're a competent bureaucrat or administrator. Oh God. But yeah. The Fauci thing for every 100 Fauci. for what every 100 Fauci's just some, or Robert Mueller's just some shitty fossil, some representative of a deep state that has fouled you a billion times and uh, is now just great in comparison to Donald Trump or Rudy Giuliani. There is one James Cameron. And I mean, only one. The James Cameron is one of the greatest Americans, uh, and he's Canadian, let's, let's, which is the best type. That's just another province of America. Yeah, no, that's, that's the best yeah, type. Yeah, you know, yeah. Once Alberta, once they succeed, us. he could be God Emperor of the, the new Albertan uh, Republic. Yeah, James Cameron, the he made the greatest action movie of all time in T two. That's the best one, maybe the greatest movie of all time. He made the most anti imperialist big budget movie ever. And it made uh, true like, lies. What true lies? Yeah. Well, true lies. <laughs> very true lies imperialist. <laughs> it. I have a different reading on it than you do. We can talk about it in another episode. I'm of course talking about Avatar, the single most anti-imperialist, third worldist. It film. is honestly. It's it, it yeah. is like it is a post-colonial text. I'm sorry. It's just it. yeah. Not only, and you know how I remember when we talked to Naomi Klein. I asked her, "Is there a way to get normal Americans to care about imperialism?" And she said, "Sadly, no." And I respect Dr. Klein, but there is one man who made everyone care about imperialism. Yeah. And it's James. Yeah. I mean, he, he made re- everyone. He recreated 9-11 where we were doing it to <laughs> yeah. an indigenous population. He's so, yeah. Think about how many jobs he's going to create painting people blue. He's doing it right now. They have a closed, yeah. like they have a closed bubble the way the NBA did. They've got a bubble city in New Zealand where he's cranking these fuckers out. <laughs> They've he, gone through like a hundred thousand COVID tests or something insane like that. You know, you know who was also from. He was a place that wasn't really part of the nation, but he came from the outside. He impressed everyone with his competence, his will, his celestial vision. Alexander Hamilton. And then, no, I am talking about Napoleon. Napoleon Bonaparte <laughs> and his heir in spirit, maybe his reincarnation, James Cameron. I mean. It, it, 
the kind the, the giant budgeted projects that he has single-handedly commanded it is nothing is very similar in culture and in art nothing is more similar to that than napoleon at austerlitz or something yeah like that you is know, similar that's those things are more similar than cameron is to like a writer or an, a, a painter or something there is a phrase that the writer patrick seal used in his book about the assad family that i've always remembered celestial vision yeah. and it is means the grand the the almost third personing your own life where you could see into the intentions and secret desires of others and james cameron is the only person that has that in the world Absolutely. now uh cameron do you know where he got the idea for the terminator where? Well, Harlan Ellison will say it was him. Yeah. He sued no, he's a fucking liar, pig, revisionist, crap. Um, Cameron had food poisoning and had a dream that a robot was trying to kill him. <laughs> and from there, he created the greatest action film franchise mankind will ever know. Well, the first he's, two, they really went downhill after that. Well, because he's Terminator 3, Terminator 3 is very very underrated so you're right okay. you're absolutely right rise of the machines yeah, is very terminator underrated it's the comedy terminator 3 it's the comedy rocks. it's the action yeah. comedy version of the terminator yeah, yeah i don't know yeah, yeah. it's a little proto soy honestly no 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 it's anti-soy it's onion <laughs> <laughs> that's a movie made entirely out of onions uh no he's i think like unless we get a Gaddafi soon we have to make cameron the emperor yeah the the north yeah. american emperor no question he has the best administrative capabilities of anyone in this country. No, it's true. I think I said this on the show before, but uh, uh, I think his ex-wife Linda Hamilton was yelling at him because he wasn't like going to a, a family event. You know, he wasn't going to see the kids' recital or something. And he said to her, "There are only three other people on Earth who could do what I do." Yeah, think about all these Democratic assholes who are like. Uh, hey, everyone, stay safe. Put your mask on, you fucking pigs. And they're going to hang out with their shitty families. And Cameron is like, no, yeah. I have to make true lies. Yeah. You yeah, no, no, no. Think, think about that. Sounds like it's insanely, uh, insanely uh, uh, selfish and narcissistic. It's actually he is underselling himself because the people he's thinking about, who's comparing himself to Spielberg or, or somebody, those guys don't write their own material. They don't no. create their own concepts. He is a stem to stern auteur at a scale that is almost unprecedented. Okay. Think, think about on one side, like we said, all, all of the all of these awful pigs who are fucking eating at like Michelin star restaurants and, uh, you know, sucking and fucking with their friends and, you know, drinking fancy wines and doing all the shit you're not supposed to do because they they just need to do it. They just hey, I got I got to do me. Cameron, when he has to do him, does he go? Does he violate quarantine? No. In fact, he does the opposite. He gets in a hermetically sealed bubble and goes to the bottom of the Marianas Trench by himself. Okay, you could not be more socially distanced than that man looking it's at like, and I just realized that albino there is now flu, fluke worm at the, coming out of a sulfur <laughs> vent on the fucking crust of the planet, discovering like uh, he, he's gonna I, he, one of these days he's gonna find that missing uh, air navy flight that started the Bermuda Triangle at the bottom of yeah. the ocean. There is I, I realize though there is one guy who actually is as a stem to stern auteur at the scale of Cameron, and that is of course Christopher Nolan. And I'm sorry, that is a virgin chat dichotomy if ever there was one. Oh yeah. yeah. And you know why? I mean, Matt, like you know why, like the reason Warner Brothers doing that is because like everyone in Hollywood saw the returns on Tenet. And like that was going to be the movie that was that bring asshole back cost the back them the Warner Brothers yeah. like probably uh, three hundred million dollars. Imagine what that movie would have brought in if they had done like a twenty dollar thing. If at he the had height just gotten his head, out, his 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 foppish hair out of his own asshole to just be like, look, I know I want I want everyone to see my movie on IMAX 3D, but just let them release it direct to fucking streaming so that people can just see it. Like it, it would yeah. it like, and people would have paid thirty dollars to watch that movie. At home, James. Absolutely, my God. There's, there's I would so have. starving for any like new content, something to talk about, something to meme about. Dude, people like Tiger King for a couple weeks. Oh my God, that thing was dog shit, <laughs> and everyone was fucking fixated on it because it was a thing that was on. And like the last dance, nobody gives a shit about. I'm sorry, not that many people give a shit about basketball. The way the people I saw talking about, it, it's like you don't care about this. It was a thing that was on, and Tenet would have been huge. And he's like, oh, no, it simply wouldn't be proper. It's like, bitch, it's a movie about like time traveling secret agents. Get your head out of your ass. This motherfucker. Did you see that he recently quote was uh, talking about like his role as creating the superhero genre, which of course now even the people who created it are embarrassed about because it's consumed all culture and destroyed it. 
Uh, and he said, well, when I made those, the Dark Knight movies, uh, it wasn't so commercial. It was a <laughs> fucking Batman movie. Shut the fuck up. You're being an imp trying to turn your dog shit into art because you can't stand on its merits as like just an entertainment the way God King James Cameron can. He's, he's, he's insecure only so far as like, uh, you know, people aren't acknowledging uh, the, 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 the like cultural impact of the thing. He's not going to try to tell you how to enjoy it. He's not going to tell you where, how to in- extend your pinky. Well, I think we should leave it there for today's show. And I will just say, that, you know, there, there is a light in the darkness. You know, it's waiting somewhere out there in all that darkness. There is a light out there. Keep that hope simmering inside you. And tonight, when you put your head on your pillow to go to sleep, let your celestial vision reach out and you will wake up as a stately, elegant seven-foot-tall blue cat person on the gorgeous <laughs> planet of Navi. And, and we, can all, we can all live like that. We can live in a it's perfect Pandora. existence. Pandora. Okay, you can, okay. The, it's the planet is Pandora. The people are the Navi. You will be yes. on the planet Pandora as a beautiful Navi. You will be using your, 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 your genital uh, uh, port. Tails. You're using your genital tail to have sex. You'll be using it to, to fly a pterodactyl. Yeah, fucking but, a pterodactyl while flying. Yes, but you, yes. but but you will be beautiful. You will be whole, and you will feel hope again. It's out yep. there. It's out there. You'll be Some, happy somewhere in all that darkness. Shit may be coming in. You're weak, but not giving in. The cries and the wails of the valley below. Movies will be back, and they will be better than ever. I want to. I want to close on this. The seminal line from Avatar. I see you. <laughs> Put your ta- put your tail into your maid's tail hole. <laughs> Ride the fucked up blue pterodactyl. Destroy the United States Space Marine Corps. <laughs> James Cameron is out there. He's there. Oh, okay. Till next time, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>